Welcome back to the podcast. Just a quick reminder of what this podcast is all about, really. It started with a concept that when I turned aged 48, the Queen had just passed away at 96. So I was halfway there if I was fortunate enough to live as long and as healthily as the Queen. But then I realised life is so short and precious. Whilst I might get another 48 years, I might get one or I might get a month or a day. I don't know. Neither does anyone else. So I broke it down into weeks, which freaked me out a bit, and then put it into days, which was exactly 17,520 days. This episode, we're already down because I'm counting backwards. This could be the longest podcast in the world or the shortest one. Who knows? We're at 17,474-ish. And that, for me, is rocket fuel to a life well lived. It's just reminding me all the time that life is so precious and so short and so sweet, and none of us really know, do we, when our time's up. Therefore, live every day like it's your last, not in a cliche way, in a real way. Hug your loved ones, pause to smell the roses, contribute to life. Let your troubles dissolve, don't carry old resentments. Show up and do your best. That is all you can do. This is a daily reminder, and I thank you for sharing it with me. Hopefully, we can go on to this journey for a long while together and what I try to do is drop in a little morsel of wisdom something very often that I've written down in my journal or something that's happened to me that I feel has helped me along the way or it allows me to explore these ideas and these concepts out loud effectively with you so you're very often the first person to hear them outside of my journal as it were and hopefully over the days there'll be one or two things that really hits home that really resonates and if that makes a difference to your life wouldn't that be something pretty incredible and if you enjoy this podcast make sure to follow hit the follow button and share it with people let other people know that you enjoy just tuning in for a little daily bite-sized nugget of wisdom as best I can deliver all right so today I want to talk about nutrition and optimal nutrition the secret to optimal nutrition in my self-development group the mind body gym we've spent the whole month focusing on nutrition and we haven't once yet presented a shopping list of foods to eat or not eat it's all been about the psychology of nutrition and here's the big secret so much of our nutrition is mindless so for me for years i ate mindlessly around food i prized myself throughout my whole school career of having hamburger and chips every single day for the five years I was at senior school. I mean, it's just incredible. But that was mindless. No one knew. My parents weren't really aware. I wasn't aware. So I just kept doing what and eating what I was drawn towards, which was high fat, high salty foods, right? Because we've got this inbuilt biological guidepost that thinks there's a famine around the corner, this evolutionary part of our body and mind that switches on all these processes to say, give me high fat food, give me high calorific food. If there's sugar, get that on board. There might be a famine just around the corner, which whilst worked brilliantly, whilst we roamed the savannas, is completely misfiring in this modern world. So whilst we're mindless around food, we're almost always going to be drawn towards the wrong things because we're letting our evolutionary hardware do the work, which is hopelessly out of date in the modern world that we live in. I've said this so many times before, if we let evolution and that primitive part of our brain hold the reins, it takes us in completely the wrong direction. The secret to a good life is to be more human, is to be more present, is to be more mind 
full and it's exactly the same with food. And I don't mean this in a mindfulness practice sense. I just mean to care about what it is that you eat, to notice how the food that you nourish yourself with makes you feel. Does it fill you with energy or does it zap it? Does it ruin a night's sleep if you eat sugar before bed? Like these clues are all there. Your body will show you, your body will tell you, but you have to listen. So it has to become a mindful exercise. The secret to optimal nutrition is just to care. It doesn't matter what type or what style so much as that you care. And once you care what goes into your body and you really think about, this is the fuel for your life. I gave this example just recently. I would often sit there looking at seagulls, eating chips. And this is just so ridiculous, I know. But I would sit there watching seagulls eating chips thinking, that's just such rubbish nutrition for those poor seagulls who are eating these chips. It's not something they would have got in the wild. And the irony of it, most of the times I was in a place watching the seagulls eat chips, I was eating chips. Not even thinking for one second that I was putting the same type of junk into my body whilst being feeling sorry for these seagulls eating chips whilst I was scoffing these chips at the same time. Again, not there's anything wrong with the occasional bag of chips, but you get the point. It was such a mindless exercise, yet my mind was drifting, worried about the seagulls, whilst had no conception of the fact that I was constantly, for years and years and years, when I was playing football, all of these things filling myself with junk. So the secret, just to wind this one up so it's not too long, to optimal nutrition is not so much about what it is you actually eat or on, is on the shopping list. It's just that you care. And when you care, you're more mindful, you're more present around the food that you're eating. And that will tell you everything you need to know. Eat the foods that fill you with energy and spark and joy and eat less of the foods that zap your energy and make you tired or make you over-emotional, or ruin your sleep, the guideposts are there. Enjoy. I'll see you tomorrow. Or maybe not.